Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 86 of Bardic Quest. In this week's episode, Saga and Johan come face to face once again with the presumably fake Elsa, as they begin their interrogation in the hopes of gaining some much needed and much desired answers. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode of Bardic Quest. Johan and Saga. Wait. Before we leave the tavern, Johan mm-hmm. turns to Sildar and says, Sildar, mind the step. <laughs> Saga can't help but laugh at that. He uh, <laughs> just glowers at you. I cast guidance on Sildar. <laughs> I just say, you can do this. <laughs> just took a gulp of water. Do I burn heroism? No. <laughs> he looks less than impressed at all. Oh. It, you, you get a feeling that uh, perhaps his pride has been uh, damaged somewhat <laughs> as somebody who seemingly prides himself on his martial prowess. Um, has let the side down. Don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. Sorry. You know, it, it was it was magic as well. You know, he was a slippery bastard, I, I tell you. In more ways he... than one. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a continuation of the joke. Sildar <laughs> uh, just quietly nods and uh, continues to lead. Johan and uh, Saga towards the Townmaster's Hall. Oh, I feel bad. <laughs> what cheesy mistake to make. Uh, as Saga and Johan are walking, uh, after Sildar, I'm guessing, uh, Saga's gonna... She's not whispering it, but it is aimed more at Johan. Um, a thought occurs. If there ever is a shapeshifter of some kind. Mm-hmm. And they look like me. Mm-hmm. Just check for my shoulder scar. Then you'll know it's me. Uh, I will. If, um, if you need to do the same for me, um, I have scars. I'll have to okay. show you the exact constellation I... of them. You know I've seen them. <laughs> Johan's like racking his brain like <laughs> I don't remember being at our first week at the camp. Thoric uh, was Yes. Yes. Thoric I... was patching you up. 
<clears throat> yes, yes. Um, I see. Um, yes, we we should. Your hands blushing. Um, <laughs> we should. We should walk on. It's getting. It's getting late. Come, Sildar. We haven't got all day. <laughs> Sildar just kind of grunts and rolls his eyes a, a little um, as you <laughs> make your way towards the town master's hall, um, and he he leads you in. And uh, the uh, the hall in front of you, this large room, um, is still a little bit on the uh, roughed up side. You can definitely tell that there was a fair bit of action here last night. And um, they're still tidying up a little. Um, and you can see uh, on the far right-hand side of this hall... Uh, what looks to be like a, a, a cupboard or a, perhaps a, a pantry of some sort um, with two armoured men outside. And uh, Sildar approaches and kind of beckons the, the guards aside and then opens this cupboard which has got brooms and various other things inside. And uh, most notably, of course, a bound Elsa, or fake Elsa, uh, bound and gagged, sat on the floor of this cupboard. And uh, Sildar looks to you, Johan, and uh, he says, she's all yours. Uh, Johan looks to Saga and goes before I begin we are absolutely certain that this is the false Elsa to Sildar uh no <laughs> absolutely not I'm not talking to Sildar oh, I'm talking right. to Saga just checking, just checking. <laughs> Shut well, up, Silda. <laughs> well, unless... Unless she's managed to swap places with the real one in the time we were in the tavern, then yes, I'm sure. Okay. Johan, okay, I'd like to, first of all, I'd like to do an investigation check just to give her a quick once over see if there's any obvious signs of magic probably either an investigation or an arcana check uh well it all depends on whether or not you're looking for signs of magic or something more mundane i think i'll look for magic first just to rule that out do you want to give me an arcana check then please i certainly will i certainly shall i certainly have that will be a 14 14 uh, there is no sign of any magical devices or um, any sign of, of magic, really. In uh, Something a bit more mundane, looking for, like, flaps of, like, a skin mask at the base of the neck or, like, sure. a wig. Give me an investigation check, then, please. A wig. An 11. No, you see no sign of any opportunity for a Scooby-Doo moment. Oh, that would have been so cool. Um, he performs a few tests of his own, 
like cuts off a lock at her hair to see if it changes color and um, takes out a little tiny little flask of holy water throws a little bit on her skin okay um so the the holy water just kind of like splashes and she she doesn't necessarily seem to be in any pain or anything more just annoyed at being splashed and sprinkled with with water in uh the face the hair when you cut off some of the hair it does shift from perhaps a red color to almost like a dark gray color dark gray you say he shows it to saga you're muted anina what does gray mean this is her true hair if it is indeed a her. Ah. Margaret. Oh no. <laughs> Have you ever seen them in the same room together? <laughs> yeah. Thorik and Sergei like in the corner with their tea, like, what are you doing here? <laughs> I drag Sergei out. Here you are, get out. <laughs> you must be coming shopping with me. Get out. Um I like put the hair in her face. Is she gagged? She is. I pull the gag off. She just uh, scowls at you. We know you're not who you say you are. She just kind of raises an eyebrow at you, kind of as if she's waiting for more. It's going to get incredibly painful. You could avoid that by speaking. Johan's very persistent. I'm looking deep in her eyes to see if I can notice anything. You want to give me an insight check, please? Ooh, that's a 16. You're finding her incredibly difficult to read. Okay. Time to get my tools out. It kind of like unrolls like a little thing. There's a hammer, there's manacles, there's a little mirror. Holds the mirror up to her, see if he can see any different reflection. Nope. Uh, wooden stake. Uh, Tinder box. Uh, right, daggers. <sighs> okay, here we go. Holy symbol. He just chuckles at you. Touches the skin. No effect. Nope. Okay. Uh... What do you want, you beast? What do you want? She, um... looks at you and, uh... 
she just says revenge on who all of you she looks at you johan and sildar and also at uh, townmaster harbin wester who sat at his desk at the far end of the hall scribbling on it <laughs> on parchment he, he looks up and looks like shocked and uh, just kind of carries on scribbling on his parchment and just kind of now with a more keen interest in whatever it is that you're doing. Well, if we are enemies, show me your face. Are oh, you a coward? Show me your face. If you're going to have your revenge, surely you want me to know who you are. What's the angle you're trying to take here? Baiting their pride. Like, you've told me you want revenge. Okay, mm -hmm. come on then. Do you want to give me a persuasion check, please? Yes. Six. I said it so nicely and my role doesn't match it. Damn it. You see a smirk appear on her face and you think at first that this trying to appeal to this mm. uh, feeling of vengeance that she has um, doesn't quite land and then you watch as the features of her face almost begin to mute themselves Slowly, her mouth disappears, her eyes turn white, and her skin uh, turns this dark bluish-grey colour, and the hair just completely disappears to leave this almost shiny blue-grey-skinned cranium. And these long... Oh, this She's just all this one colour of greyish-blue colour. These long, clawed... Uh, hands and arms um, as she just sits and Sildar, you just hear Sildar go, what the fuck is that? Johan like goes to take his sword and just stands ready just in case. So, what's your name, enemy? He says, um, I am Virith. Johan looks at Saga as if to say, I don't know a virus, do you know? <laughs> Saga just turns back to Virith and goes, I don't think I've ever seen you before. So, what heinous thing did we do? She uh, eyes you up and down. And she says, your mere existence is enough for me. Oh, so what? A female who fights? You're just like every insecure man in a tavern I've met. Do you want to give both give me a nature check, please? That's a dirty 20. 
Nice. Twelve. Twelve. Johan, you definitely recognise this creature to be a doppelganger. Hmm. This creature is a doppelganger. I've read about her in the works of my order. So was I right? It's some sort of shapeshifter. Hmm. He looks at Sildar. As if to say, <laughs> Sildar goes, all right, fine. <laughs> Why are you here? Is this a, uh, an abhorrence of humans thing? She looks directly at you. Um, and she says, not just humans, but all you folk who would judge me. I started judging you at the point where you turned into someone else and physically fought me. Before that, we didn't have an issue. So, congratulations on your current position. He says, When you have lived a life of judgment and fear such as mine, you will learn not to trust anyone. She goes right up close to this thing and go, don't you talk to me about judgment and fear. You know nothing about me. I watched my entire town get raised to the ground. And your parents too, right? Yes. My husband stabbed my father in front of me. And you sobbed? Yes. And then he took you and claimed you for his own? Yes. And that must have really hurt you, mustn't it? My point is, my story isn't unique. Neither is yours. And what was Elsa's crime? Because you have lived a life of fear, she must suffer, and you must steal her life and keep her bound in her own house? He says, she, she turns her head to you, Johan, and uh, she says, I will accept no judgment from you, you weak man. Yeah, apparently she's inclusive <laughs> of genders. She says, you cannot oh. even uphold the own ideals of your order, nor could you save them. That's you right. expect everybody to suffer their... whatever justice that you and your order wish to deal out, simply because of their viewpoint of the world being different from your own of all of those of your party that would deign to judge me, you are the worst. You're trying to goad me, creature. You so are... what, what should we do? Just die because you don't like us? Doesn't that make you exactly what you hate? 
she says, um, I acknowledge my hypocrisy. But justice is about balance. According to who? She looks at Sildar and she says, isn't that right? And uh, Sildar goes, um, well, I mean, technically, yes, but obviously your crimes have been quite great, young lady. <laughs> he folds his arms and looks at her sternly. And uh, he says, so if anybody's going to face judgment, it is quite rightly you. So, apart from some twisted moral stance, why are you doing this? What did you want with the map? She says, We will find the Forge of Spells, and we will take control of this region and shape it how we will. Johan grabs a hold of her bonds and holds her close to his face. Who? Who is we? She just smiles and she says, does it matter, really? The point is, you've already lost. Because we already know where to go. And the black spider is already at the mine. It's as we feared. It's not surprising. You do know you're doing a madman's bidding. She says, uh, and who is the madman in that scenario? The black spider. What has the black spider promised you in exchange for your aid? Freedom? A new start? A life ah. of judgment and fear, perhaps? Power, money, all the usual boring things. Getting to stomp and kill so you don't get stomped and killed. Is that Johan, it? like, puts his sword in between the floorboards and, like, squats down so that he eye to eye and said, you wouldn't be the first powerful person that's come to you with promises of freedom, peace, and you believe them. It's not fair. Because whatever you do, you'll create more people who want vengeance. And this cycle goes on forever. And where does that leave you? Exactly where you were before. He says, except we have one advantage that you don't. We know exactly how many of you there are, and you have no idea how many of us are about. You have no idea how many times we have met. None at all. What do you mean? 
Exactly what I said. Where have we met before? Just playing games with you. Just lies. Don't believe it. So all I has left words. She uh, looks at you, Saga, and she says, um, I'm not sure even you completely believe that. If I survive this far, I'll survive some little trickster with a box of tricks and hide words. I've survived worse than you, and I will survive worse than you again. And you will learn, creature, that four of us is more than a legion of you. You watch as she shifts her form and she takes on the appearance of an Astriana. Johan, uh, to put this delicately, loses his composure and um, grabs her and punches the creature and, and is like, don't you dare. Saga pulls him off. Don't, you're giving it what he wants. No more lies, creature. You are not an Astriana. He says, no, I'm not. We have never met before. You, you could not have fooled me with such a cheap trick. Johan, it's playing you. And she says, you don't believe that, do you? Johan, look at me. Where did we meet before, creature? If you took in on an Astriana's form whenever we met, where did we meet? You tell me that, then maybe I'll believe you. Johan! Look at he me. says, if I told you that, that would certainly eliminate some of the fun, wouldn't it now? <clears throat> Let's just kill it and be done with it. It's told us what we need to know. We need to make way to the cave and stop the black spider. He says, Johan Hale, the man who took another's name. Trust no one. I take my sword from out the floorboards. It's like, I look at Saga. What should we do? Sildar? What I... do you want to do with it? With this? Well, I think uh, keep the thing locked up. There we Probably go, Johan. Increase yeah. the guard. And then, uh, well, when I write to uh, Neverwinter, then we will uh, see what we can do about this thing. Just well. make sure you write down what just happened, okay? Oh. Absolutely, I will. Johan, let's go. And she kind of <laughs> guides him out. Wait. The... Johan, please. Or just one more thing before I go. Um, he gives her, like he points his sword right in, his, in her face and goes, 
so I can recognize you next time. And gives her like a really deaf slash and gives her a cut on her cheek. Deep enough that it will show a scar so that I can recognize you next time you show up. And she just uh, smiles at you and says nothing. Let's get out of here. There's a stench in here. Okay. Um, Johan, not, not to rain on your parade, but it's a shapeshifter. It can probably get rid of stuff. To be honest, I wasn't sure that would work, but I just, I really wanted to kill it. I understand. I'm sorry, I... I don't mean to fly off the handle, it's just... I'm sick of being manipulated. I agree. We can only trust you. For a while, I think it's only smart we just trust each other, you know. Sergei, Thoric, us. I never did thank you for coming to rescue me. Of course. It's what we'd all do, right? It's what you did. Johan starts to walk and talk. You know, before you met me, I would never have left the burning of the body to someone else. I think this is the first time that my friends mattered to me more than my mission. That's... That's good to hear. Feels you good. got... you... You're my family now. Come on, we're losing time. Uh, you... You need to work on the talking bit. Yeah, and doesn't quite understand, but he's like, okay. <laughs> Let's go, Pythoric. So that's it for another exciting episode of Bardic Quest. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Before we go, I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you to a couple of folks. First of all, I'd like to say thank you to James Webster for providing us with and allowing us to use this beautiful animated artwork that features throughout the show. If you are a fan of his work and want to show your support to him, then head on over to patreon.com forward slash jamesrpgart where you can become a patron of his. But also I'd like to say a big thank you to our friends over at Sirenscape for allowing us to use their wonderful ambience, music and sound effects. So if you'd like to introduce those sounds to your table, head on over to sirenscape.com to check out their amazing work. So that's it from us this week and we will catch you next time.